This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio program. Today I have a guest that's going to be speaking to you. He actually spoke this message, Breaking Camp, at my staff service here at World Ministries International. Tobias has worked for me since 1987 when I was pastoring in Nairobi, Kenya. He still is working for me as the director of my Bible college over there. He's also on the board of the Pentecostal Holiness Church. Now sit back and enjoy today's warning program called Breaking Camp. Let's begin. Well, it's nice to be here again in this wonderful place this morning. We're just so blessed to have each and every one of you coming to worship the Lord today with us. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I bring you greetings from our church in Nairobi and also from my wife and family. I just spoke to them this morning. So she told me to come and say hello to you all. I think most of you have not met her, but nevertheless, we bring greetings to you from her too. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're blessed to be here today, blessed to be in this place, to be able to have the opportunity to speak here. I think it's a wonderful time to be here today. Amen. We want to read from the book of Deuteronomy chapter 1. About a year ago, I had a word from the Lord concerning this scripture. I think I was locked up and I wasn't making any breakthrough in my spiritual life. I wasn't making breakthrough in the ministry. I wasn't making through what I was doing. And so I felt like I was in a cage. And I began to seek the Lord through fasting and prayers. And God gave me these scriptures from Deuteronomy chapter number 1. And we're going to read verse 3 to 7, if you will, with me, please. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy chapter 1, we're reading verse 3 to 7. And it says, Now it came to pass, in the fortieth year, in the eleventh month of the first day of the month, that Moses spoke to the children of Israel, according to all that the Lord had given him as a commandment to them. After he had killed Sihon, king of Amorites, who dwelt in Heshbon, and Og, king of Basham, who dwelt at Ashtroth in Edrei. On this side of the Jordan, in the land of Moab, Moses began to explain this law, saying, now verse 6 is my highlight. It is entitled, Breaking, Break the Camp. Break the Camp. That is the topic we're going to talk about, breaking the camp. And so verse 6 says, The Lord 
our God spoke to us in Hebrew, saying, You have dwelt long enough in this mountain. Turn and take your journey and go to the mountain of Amorites, to all the neighboring places in the plain, in the mountain and in the lowland and in the south and to the sea coast, and to the land of the Canaanite and to Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates. Amen. Father, we thank you, we praise you for this word. We pray, Lord, even as we speak it, may your power and anointing fall through us today in a mighty way. And open the ears of our listening today, dear Father. Let them not just hear a word, but let them hear something that is going to transform and change our lives for good. We thank you and we praise you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, I've told us that we are going to be talking about breaking the camp. And as you know, when you talk about breaking the camp, when God was telling Moses to tell the children of Israel to break the camp because they had dwelt in that place long enough, it wasn't just very easy for them to break that camp. As you know, there was order in which the camp was to be broken, if you read the scriptures. First of all, the people that were to lead the way in breaking the camp, let me just share with you this very quickly, is uh, the camp was broken from the eastern side and Judah was the one to lead the breaking of the camp and then followed by Issachar and then uh, Sablon. And so that order was to be followed. And you know they had uh, camped there for many years. They had been there for 40 years. 40 years is not just a two days camp that you can come and tell me, okay, I want you to move, I want you to go forward. It was a very, very long time. Amen. It was a very long time for them to have stayed there. And then Moses told them, now it is time for you to break the camp. And so for them to break the camp, you know, it had to, it, it was very tedious. Uh, something that they didn't like. Just like when God is dealing with us some areas of our life that God wants us to break through. It's something that we may not like. It may be pinching some areas of our lives. And that's what God was telling him. I want you to break the camp. And so they began by Judah leading the way. You remember Judah was, send Judah first and the battle shall be won. Have you heard that song? Send Judah first and the battle shall be won. So Judah was to lead the way. Followed by the rest of the 12 tribes of Israel in that order. So, I don't know whether you want me to give you the order in which they were to break the camp, but I don't think that's really necessary. So, breaking the camp is not something very easy. It requires to make some very radical decisions sometimes, some uh, hard steps sometimes, some things that will cost us a lot sometimes, but God was telling them, break the camp. So the children had to break the camp, and uh, God appears to be talking to Moses, if you look at verse 6, and telling Moses, Moses, what are these people doing here? He says, you see, actually when you read verse 6, it says, uh, the Lord our God spoke to us in Horeb, saying, You have dwelt long enough in this mountain. Turn and take your journey and go to the mountain. He says, Look here, Moses. Tell the children of Israel what lies ahead of them. You know, God has a plan and purpose for us. God has a plan and a purpose for your life. And He wants you to make a step and be able to fulfill your destiny by what He has given us or by what He has given you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So God appears to be telling Moses, Say, Moses, what are you doing here? Look at what I have before you. Rise up and be, go and occupy. Rise up and go and take it up. Because you are dwelling in this place, you've been staying here for a long time, it's a dry place, but there is enough 
for you outside there. Begin to move and begin to occupy and take. Hallelujah. And sometimes we really don't want to take that. God is telling us to move and we're just there. We're saying, no, 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 no. God, I don't want to do that. You know, God, don't you know this? I have this. I have that. I don't want. What about this? What about that? You know, we have so many excuses that you want. We are not, that is hindering us from moving forward and occupying and breaking the camp and taking what God has for us. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, you see, friends, God always have plans, good intentions, good purposes for you. God has good plans. God has good purpose for you. And you, you may be here and maybe we, we were born in this area. You were raised up in this area. You went to school in this area. You went to preschool. You went to, or maybe what we call in our country, primary school and maybe to high school in this area. And God is telling you, man, you know what? I want you to move out of this place and do, go and do something. Then he say, no. It is not this easy for me, brother Tobias, because I was born here. This is all I know. I've been living this place for too long. I actually have gotten married here, you know. And I have a family here. And I have, you know, maybe have a house that I bought here. So telling me to move, it's not easy. Isn't it? Hallelujah. But God is saying, it is time to break the camp. It is time to take up a step of faith and move. That is what he was telling the children of Israel. So this morning I want to share with us a few points here that uh, some of them may help us to break the camp. And uh, number one is this, face the challenge. You know, for the children of Israel, what was, what was their challenge? The challenge was the children of Amorites. If you read verse 7, they were the children of the Amorites that were like giants to them. And you know, Moses is telling them, now God is saying you guys got to break the camp. But they're seeing the Amorites. They were the giants. They were enemies. They were afraid of them. They were scared of them. They were dreading, dreading them. They didn't want to face them. And God is saying, face them. Sometimes we've got to face what we fear. Our greatest fear in order to be able to get the best that God wants us to have. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. What is your greatest fear? I do not know what your greatest fear today. And God wants you to break through that greatest fear that you have. Amen? I don't know whether we understand each other this morning. Are we on the same page? Yes. Amen? Praise God. Hallelujah. Face the challenge. Verse 7 and 8 reads. And let me read it again. Please allow me to read verse 7 and 8 again. It says, Turn and take your journey and go to the mountain of the Amorites, to all the neighboring places in the plain, in the mountain, in the lowland, in the south, and to the coast, and to the sea coast, and as far as the great river, the river Euphrates. See, I have set the land before you. God has set the land before us. God has set some good things for you before you. It is up to you to face that challenge and occupy it. It is up to you to go and take it. It is up to you to go and possess it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm sure making a, for Dr. Hansen and the rest of the staff making a decision to come here was not an easy thing. But he's made a decision to do it. And that is how we get to what God wants us to do. He's taking a step. Facing our challenge. Facing our greatest fear that we have. Amen. I don't know what your fear is. Maybe some of the things that you've gone through. Maybe some disappointment that's, that you went through. My, people disappointed you and you don't want to do uh, face people again and say, no, 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 they've disappointed me. And so you don't want to do it again. 
You got to face that and overcome that. Until we are able to overcome what we fear, we will never see the best that God has for us. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, we got to do that. Number two, you need to have a spiritual breakup. Have a spiritual breakup. Break up some habits that we have, some things that we're still hanging up in our lives. Maybe it is anger. You know, oh, break up some habits. The Bible says in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17 that for those of us that have been born again, that now God has forgiven us, He has left us, we no longer think of what happened to us. So we need to break up those areas in our life. Anger. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Break up some relationships. Some of us are hanging out with people that we know are wrong relationships. God wants you to have a spiritual breakup. Break up those relationships. Hallelujah. Break them up. Get rid of them. It is hard, but just say, man, I think I'm in the wrong place. I'm in the wrong relationship. Break them up. Amen. Hallelujah. Break up some attitude. Some of us just have a problem with attitude. And you know, attitude can really be a dangerous thing. Somebody told me that, you know, success is not about what you have in your head. Success is about your attitude in life. Some of us have just attitude that we need to deal with, that we need to break up in. Hallelujah. I'm sorry, I know I'm stepping on your foot and you're on your toes, but please forgive me. Hallelujah. Attitude. The wrong attitude we have may be a big hindrance to our breakthrough. May be a big hindrance to our spiritual breakthrough. Because God wants us to have a breakthrough in our spiritual life. Amen? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Some of us have, have, have an attitude just about church. You know, they say, oh, church is too long. It's a lifestyle everywhere, not just here in America, but even in Africa. People don't want to go to church because they think church is too long. It's taking too long. We're going to get too long. In fact, these days what they say, church is ripping from off the people. That's what they say. So we don't want to go to church. But church is a good place to be. Church is a blessed place because the church is where you come and God begins to transform us. God begins to change us. God, church is a place where there is deliverance. God delivers us from oppressions of the enemy, from the powers of darkness. Church is a good place to be because church is where we develop fellowship with one another. Amen. A relationship with one another. I mean a good relationship with one another. It is in the church. Yes. Other than here, we are just doing a social club. Amen? Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. You know, we don't want to go to church, but we take too long doing shopping. Or doing this and some things that are not very really necessary. Church is a good place. So being negative to church does not help. Church is a place of relationship and fellowship and a transformation. That is why God has brought us here today. Amen? Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. So, number one, face the challenge. Number two, have a spiritual breakup. And number three, to move forward, you need to stir up the gift that is in you. Every one of us here has a gift. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. It is not only for Dr. Hansen and uh, Dr. E.J. or anybody else. Every one of us has a gift. Amen. 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 I believe there are people here that God is calling you to lead in worship. Yeah. 
You need to step up and do that. Amen? Yes. Praise the Lord. We can do that. Doesn't matter what happens. Once we break up that area, God can be able to, to use us in that area. Let us break up and use the gift that God has given us. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has given us abilities. You have something that no one else has. You may not be a preacher like me, but something you have. Amen. You got something. Everyone of us has something. Amen. Praise the Lord. So I want to challenge you. Let us rise up and do something. Use our abilities for the glory of God. Amen. When we go to heaven, we are not going to be asked, you know, you are a nice guy. It's how you use your gift that God given you. It's what is going to come. Amen. Praise the Lord. Use our gift. Whatever you want to be, start doing it now. It is a brand new season. It is a brand new day. God has ordained it for today. Use it for His glory today. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I have given you the power to treat over all the demons. And we cannot use that power if we don't use the gift that God has given us. Amen. God has given you a gift. God has given you something. Maybe some of you just pray for someone people in the mission field, people that are doing the work of God, maybe that's what God has given you. Maybe uh, God has given some of you are just, just to bless. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's what God has given you. So, use that gift that God has given you. And number four, resolve in your heart, or resolve in your spirit to change the routine. You see, the reason why the Israelites could not be able to move out of where they are for 40 years, a journey that could have taken them only 11 days, is because they got, they settled down to the routine. They settled down to the routine. Let us move out of the routine. Because the routine will kill us. Amen? Amen. Now God, Moses comes and tells them, look here. You've come here too long. God has to remind them, man, this is not what I meant for you. This is not where I wanted it to be. This was not my intention and purpose for you. I intended the best for you. But you're coming here for too long. It is time to move. Yes. But they're self for the routine. Hallelujah. Praise God. Resolve in your spirit. Resolve in your heart to change the routine. Hallelujah. Resolve. Now, somebody, I don't know, my pronunciation to this word is not very good. <laughs> and so sometimes I have a difficulty, you have a difficulty getting me. But there is somebody called Tosa. This is what he said, and I shall quote. We go one step further and come to what I call a rut, which is a bondage to the routine. Routine is a spiritual rigidity, non-expectation, a lack of desire for improvement. Inability to visualize anything better. That is what, end of quote. And so many of us end up in this routine. A lot of us. We are used to doing this the same way, same way, same way, and we want to do it, and we don't want to move. When we come up, when God is telling us to move, it is difficult. That's what was happening with the children of Israel. They didn't want to move because they were used to routine. Hallelujah. So we need to resolve in our spirit that I no longer want to be in this routine. I want to move forward. Resolve in your spirit, resolve in your heart to change the routine. And secondly, also resolve to walk with an intentional walk in Jesus. 
Resolve to walk with an intentional walk in Jesus. Psalms chapter number 37 says, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Though he may fall, yes, that does not mean we may not fall, we will fall. But when we fall, God will lead us up. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Though he fall, he shall not be cast down. For the Lord upholds him with his righteous right hand. Hallelujah. Resolve to walk with an intentional walk in Jesus. And then faithfully decide or resolve not to turn back on Jesus. Because Jesus fixes problems. You know, there are people that decide, ah, they are there, but they're just no longer on fire for Jesus. They are in a backslidden state, and they don't want, they don't want to do anything. So they're just going to be there because, because they don't believe Jesus fixes. Jesus fixes problems. Jesus heals people. Jesus changes things. It doesn't matter the situation you are in. It doesn't matter your problem. God can turn that situation around for you. Amen. Hallelujah. So when you decide not to turn back your back on Jesus and begin to seek him, he will do something in your life that will change you. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Because, you see, sometimes we look back like Lord's wife. Remember Lord's wife looked back and what happened to him? He became a pillar of salt. Let me tell you, it is not worth looking back. It is not worth looking back. It is worth moving forward. That's why I like Pastor Hansen. Because he's a man that goes forward, looks forward. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus will solve your problem. Jesus, is, he can do it. He's done it to others. He can do it for you. He has done it for me. He can do it for you. So when we intend to look, move forward, he will move forward with us. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. So... So, it is not worth looking back. Looking back. And that, what that means is, looking back will keep you from Jesus. When you look back, it will keep you going forward for Jesus. We need to move forward. Amen? Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Let me read again that verse 6 and 7 that I was reading. The Lord our God spoke to us in Horeb, saying, You have dwelt long enough in this mountain. Turn and take your journey. And... Go to the mountain of the Amorites, to all the neighboring places in the plains, in the mountains, and in the lowland, and in the south, and in the sea coast, to the land of the Canaanites, and to, the, and to Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates. I mean, that was a big, big thing that God was asking them to do. Hallelujah. And God can ask us the same. Now, I want to share with us very quickly before I close some inward hindrances that stop us from breaking the camp. Number one is the concern for our comfort. Some of the reasons that we don't want to move forward for, that makes us just stay where we are, is our comfort. We are so much concerned about where we are. My comfort. What you have that you don't want to get rid. That's one thing that God is telling us to move. Amen? The concern for our comfort. That grew, took accustomed to, some, to the surrounding life, and the life was good. You know, when you're used to some places, life is good. Amen? <laughs> it is so nice. It feels so nice. You don't want to move. Amen? So those are, that is a hindrance. Number two, is moving forward is fear. We would uh, rather hold on to what we have than trust God with our lives. This is what I have and I would, ra I would rather hold on to it. 
than just trust God with our lives. God wants us to trust Him with our lives. He knows the beginning from the end. He knows how life is going to be for you tomorrow. Amen? So move forward. Don't let those, what you have now hold you from moving forward. Hold you, keep you back from moving forward. Amen? And number three, another hindrance is tendency to live in the past. The past, both good and bad, tend to keep us stuck. We want to live in the past. Oh, you know, I, I was like this, I was like this. And the, the past is so good, and we don't want to move forward, to be able to venture into new, new horizons, new areas of life. Hallelujah. May God help us that we'll be able to break the camp today. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want us to rise up on our feet, if you can. Then we're going to spend some time just seeking the Lord. I don't know where you are. I do not know what is going on in your life. I'm not sure what is going on in your life. I do not know what's, where you are spiritually. But if these areas, there may be some areas in your life that is keeping you from moving are there, you can seek the Lord today and ask God to deal with that area today and begin to trust God for new things. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.